0: provide safe spaces for people to work within their own racial and ethnic groups. Join us every 1st and 3rd Wednesday of the month at 7:30 p.m. Eastern Time on Zoom for brave, vulnerable conversations and for building culture through engaging embodied practices. For more details and registration, visit ProjectSanctus.com Exploring the healing and culture-building practices of embodied anti-racism. This is With Love and Justice for All with Reverend Ogan Holder and Reverend Kelly Isola. Welcome, welcome to another episode of With Love and Justice for All. This is episode 62 and it is going to be called Connecting the Dots. It is called. I am Reverend Ogan Holder here with my partner in Crime and Consciousness. Reverend Kelly, how are you, Kelly? Is it is it cold there in the Midwest?
1: You know, not too bad. Of course, you'd probably say it's cold because you're in Barbados yeah. on the beach, and I know how you love
0: winter <laughs> yes. weather,
1: but not so cold.
0: Technically, not, technically so cold. not on the beach in this second. Listen, I've been here, I've been here, what is today, Tuesday? I've been here. A six, week? Sixties, but a week, yeah, I came in lately. I've only been to the beach once, only once.
1: Oh, Okay, well, I'm
0: sure you'll remedy that (laughs) eventually. (laughs) I absolutely will. Uh, You know, my time is not really my own here. Um, But anyways, um, welcome to the podcast, everyone. Um, We have conversations here around embodied anti-racism, dismantling oppression, fostering liberation. Uh, We address uh, the specific challenges as well that arise for spiritual seekers and spiritual communities. You can find us online at sanctus.com. you know what? we i got to start changing the intro to this podcast and say we're the official podcast of project sanctus we should start oh that, that sounds yes you we don't, are don't, you not mention we can know.
1: be the official anything for
0: project sanctus we can be because it's us oh my we gosh can be the official it anything. is so so this is with love and justice for all the official podcast of project sanctus there you go um, as always, thank you to our listeners and subscribers, not just in the US but from around the world. Um, thank you for sharing the podcast. those of you who listen to it. Thank you also for subscribing. And um, I want to ask you a favor. Those of you who are listening, please go to your podcast platforms and rate the podcast. When you rate the podcast, it helps bump us up in the like the search parameters. It helps us be promoted, so go ahead and rate us. Give us all the stars, all the thumbs, all the whatever your specific platform uh, allows you to do. On today's episode, we are going to talk about uh, the sadness that was the shooting in Colorado at the uh, the gay bar, the gay club, uh, Club Q. Uh, we're not just going to talk about that. We're going to do a little bit of connecting the dots. And remind all of us listeners that um, you can draw you can you can draw a pretty straight line uh, between what happened um, recently with that shooting and the horrible, unnecessary deaths of people just being themselves and white supremacy. Again, people often say to us, "Why are you make everything about race?" Or people might say, "This isn't about race. Um, this is about white supremacy." culture, white supremacy thinking, how it has infiltrated us. Uh, so we can, uh, we can do a little connecting of those dots uh, today. Um, but first, uh, first, a few uh, a few invitations.
1: Yep, just a few. I'll try to be brief, um, but I'm excited about them. You can uh, also so you can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle is at Get Our Holy on. Um, so join us in conversation in either place. You can also leave a message we have a phone 413-438-4659 which is 413 get holy um we have a, a webinar coming up on december 1st that's a thursday from 2 to 4 p.m eastern it's called from privilege to power and we're looking at um the if everyone holds a little bit of privilege for you know, in the different social aspects of their life, and how do we use that to not power over but power with to dismantle um, the systems of oppression, and you can register for that if you uh, go online to unity um, unity Canada it's a it's a unity Canada event um, on December third from 10 to 2pm Eastern we have a, a workshop called talking to your people and. We already know there's a lot of um, difficult conversations going on and violent rhetoric and people putting their head in the sand and people getting angry with each other and huge rifts in friendships and with family members. Um, so this is a, a, a workshop to practice and learn how to talk to your people, learn how to have the difficult conversations, bring your real life situations to the workshop. It's December 3rd, 10 to 2 p.m. Eastern. You can go to ProjectSanctus.com and uh, register there. And then the last thing is we have our uh, 846 book club is our next one is coming up in January, starting January 10th through February 7th from 7.30 to 9.30 Eastern. And we are doing the book, uh, American Detox the myth of wellness and how we can truly heal. And that's by uh, the author is Carrie Kelly. Um, And she will be joining us on one of those nights of the book study. But again, you can go to projectsanctus.com to go to uh, events 846, or no, just 846 book club, and uh, see and read more about that and sign up. And it's about the myth of wellness. We have a Uh, 650 billion dollars a year we spend on the wellness industry and more often than not it's making us sicker so we're going to learn how to detox from that that sounds
0: busy it it does sound a little bit busy uh make sure again projectsangus.com is where you can see all of this and all of these places you can sign up for um so um as you all know already this past saturday night Um, five people died dozens were wounded after a gunman opened fire in Colorado Springs at Club Q it is a gay bar in Colorado Springs Um, yeah it was another horrible shooting mass shooting that didn't need to happen it um, occurred basically the night before uh, Trans Day of Remembrance yeah, um, horrible time in. Uh, wanna acknowledge those who died uh, by saying their names. Uh, Daniel Aston, Kelly Lovin, Ashley Paul. If I mm-hmm. mispronounced that, I apologize. Derek Rump and Raymond Green Vance. And yeah, um, it was it was just it was just sad. It was, it was, it, it's, you know, lots of emotions, lots of feels made me sad, made me angry, made me scared for all my friends who were and family members who are part of the LGBTQ community. Um and once again, didn't need to happen, didn't need to happen. But as many have pointed out, um are we entirely surprised when we live in a time where anti-gay, anti-trans rhetoric is at an all-time high, it's being used to gain political power, positioning, gain votes, and um, continues to put people's lives at risk. So, so that's the that's the sort of the the, the backdrop for what we're talking about. Uh, something to note: um, already in 2022, there have been 32 trans people that have been fatally shot or killed. And to be clear, that we know of that, that we know of right that we know of, because yeah. a lot of these go underreported to be clear, everyone that was killed at Club Q was not gay or trans. I mean, there were there were some people who were simply there to have a good time because it is a good time place. Um, so so there's that. Um, so at least 32 people that we know of trans people have been fairly shot or killed um, this year. And fairly shot or killed by other means other than, than shooting. Um, so um, some of those folks include Tiffany Banks, uh, Maya Allen, uh, Candy Reed, Kitty Monroe, Brazil Johnson, Nedra Morris, Ariana Mitchell, Brazil Johnson. And like in previous years, the vast majority of these people who were killed were black trans women. Uh, as well so so you know in the the past we've talked about intersectionality and this is this is one of the horrible ways that it 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 shows up um so yeah um i so let's let's start to, to to break some things down before we get into the before we get into the uh the show title is connecting the dots so let's let's start maybe with uh having a conversation around uh heteronormativeness do we want to start there and what that means um yeah how that's how 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 that's related to white supremacy and how um there's there there's there's still this fostering of that um and 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 we'll see where the we'll see where the discussion takes us
1: well it's it that uh you know the header, it's a good place to start. Heteronormative or hetero heteronormativity, um, because it's it's the it's what underpins the um, uh, the all the hate rhetoric, right? It it's it's what underpins the. So we so we've seen this year three hundred and forty anti LGBTQ bills um, filed just in twenty twenty
0: two. Well, and before and, before we go there, can we talk about what heteronormative means because yeah some- that's where I'm going oh okay that's go
1: ahead. that's where I'm going I'm jumping in. Um, go, go. yep so the but the reason I'm saying I'm pointing to the 340 bills that were introduced is what underpins that is the het- what drives it is this this very entrenched um thinking that heteronormativity is how we're, our world is supposed to be and what that means is that heterosexuality is the norm, is the preferred sexual orientation. Um, it's the, uh, it assumes that, you know, that our gender is binary. It is, you know, that there's male or female. It, it assumes that um, that uh, sexual, uh, sexual um activity or sexual relations in a marriage you know that is always a man and a woman like people of opposite sex and there's only two sexes Um, so heteronormativity is has a lot packed into it that drives the anti-lgbtq anti-trans anti you know anything that's opposite of that it's what drives that rhetoric and hate speech because so when you're so entrenched in that ideology um, that's what, um, that's, what's natural. That's what's real. That's how God made us. That's how pick, pick a, you know, a term. Um, uh, and and that, and,
0: and and one thing you said about it being the norm is that, uh, what, what, what we're also saying is that for some folks, it is, it is the only right way to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's not, it's not like, you know, you know, we we the norm is to put ketchup on fries. But, you know, if you want to use mayonnaise or a milkshake for your fries, you know, OK, personal preference, whatever. No, no. This is like this is norm as in as in to be anything but straight um, yes. is 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 wrong. There's also been there's also the 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 religious propagation of this right. by saying it is it is a sin um, as well. So therefore, to to be anywhere on the LGBTQ spectrum or sorry, in the spectrum is not the word. Is not the good word. To be anyone who is not heterosexual means that you are it is sinful. You are a sin, not mm-hmm. not just that you sin, but you are a sin. Um, and right. You are you are in a, a, an abomination um, right. and on, and all these just horrible dehumanizing things and that's the point when we can dehumanize then when we see other as less than human then we have no problem enacting violence towards them
1: well and you can you can see it on um you know one of the uh you know a post a, a tweet uh someone was talking about you know what we're talking about it was a short um you know a short tweet but about connecting the dots right like how how um what heteronormative is and the danger of that and and about you know then this was after the shooting and so and and calling out lauren bobert right in in colorado who is what you just described and her response to that was take your children to church yes um which is church,
0: not 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 to not to drag, not to drag right. But, Take your um, children to church. To so me, because to be accurate, I, don't think, I don't think she posted that in response to the shooting. This is something she posted before, but it is part of the rhetoric that that helps fuel fuel this. Right. Uh we right, look at Florida, right. we look at Florida and the Don't Say Gay Bill and their anti-woke uh, mm-hmm. legislation. Um, you look at places like Texas as well who are cl- who, you know who keep enacting legislation that says we can't we can't talk about this uh, in, in schools with our with our children because somehow talking about this is somehow going to make a child gay or trans. Yeah, as, as if that was how any of this worked. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. If talking if talking about a thing made it happen, I would have wings, I could fly and yes. you know i would i would have the i don't know the, the physique of like mr olympia i don't know i'm just saying talking about a thing doesn't make it happen right and i just think right. it's that, that whole premise is ridiculous and there's a part of me that used to think that they didn't actually believe this but no, i believe they believe this <laughs> i've been yeah. giving them too much credit uh in the in the past so um so yeah so this is so so we have this so let's let's draw the the link now between uh this heteronormativeness and again white white supremacy because for most people we hear white supremacy and the first thing we think is racism and we go like what does this have to do with race so so one of the things that white supremacy tells us is it tries to dictate the norms it tries to dictate Who are the people that deserve all the things who are closer to that place of power and white supremacy over the centuries has said it's been it's been folks who are white, who are uh, who who, whites whites are placed over any other ethnicity and and race Um, male over female. Um. Again, um, or
1: anything not male, or
0: anything not male, um, yeah. hetero uh, heterosexual over anything that's not heterosexual. Uh, yeah, you know, lesbian, gay, uh, bisexual, transgender, queer, pansexual. You name, you name it. Uh, anything that's not straightforward, uh, um, easily defined heterosexual is. Um, also lower down on the on the total pole of who deserves who deserves life experience who deserves to live at peace who deserves to be safe um, and as time has gone on we often talk about white supremacy being this virus that mutates that that that, that changes that adapts that that shows up in different ways um, oh I also forgot white supremacy this is we talked about this uh, myth of wellness book You know white supremacy Mm. also says like you know the slim muscular figure is Mm -hmm. is right everything else is, is is wrong there's you know something wrong with you um if you have i don't know any body fat on you um so so there's the the even though time has gone by and we don't we, we say that, uh, you know, we've moved on. These things aren't as horrendous as they used to be. We don't live in the Jim Crow era any, anymore. There is still clear propagation of, of these ideals and these norms. Um, uh, for example, you know, the representation um, on, on television and movies and, and pop culture, while it is still it is beginning to change. Anyone who's not uh straight, for example, you know, how many times do you find a gay character, gay characters, anyone on the LGBTQ community being leads in movies and TV shows, still a still a minority? Um, there's still there's still predominantly casting of white individuals and whitewashing and turning characters from stories that are um of other ethnicities and casting them with white actors that's that's still a thing folk um and then when they're when black characters are cast we have just a whole crazy uproar about it hashtag black mermaid but yeah that's, that's that's a thing um yep so so there's that um so anything you want to add in terms of the white supremacy piece
1: Well, it's, um, no, I don't, uh, oh gosh, there's always so much to add. Um, it's our, you know, I know people push back against the term white supremacy because there's a, there's a, you know, we still live in a country that when you, in large part, when you hear that term, um, it's, uh, um people tend to think the kkk or you know the very very far right you know, alt right, violent um, when they hear supremacy. So I just want to remind people that it's it's um, that's not what we're talking about. Although the those you know certainly they're present or oath keepers or proud boys, um, that's certainly in this conversation. But when you when we're talking about <clears throat> you know white supremacy and white body cultural norms, that's how racism. Um, has impacted white bodies, this internalized supremacy, this unconscious, often unconscious, unexamined assumptions of being better than, um, or, or not even maybe I would word it that way, but just having access to 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 more resources. It's easier to get a job. It's easier to get into school. It's easier to rent an apartment or buy a home or, you know, pick anything. There's just, you know, um and that's just on race, which now you start teasing out, you know, class and, and gender and sexual expression. And, um, so I don't know if I made it muddier or added to your, to what you were saying, but it's, it's, it's insidious. It, it really is. And so the rhetoric, you know, the violent rhetoric that we're talking about that, um, uh, that we're going to, you know, begin for connecting the dots, you know, holds all of that in it. The being hetero, you know, heteronormative, right, is what underpins um, propping everybody, you know, propping privilege up, propping white bodies, props up the supremacy of whiteness, that that's the norm from which everything is, you know, deviates from. How's that?
0: Where is mud? I know. Ah. Well, I just I I, I, I joke, I joke, I joke a little bit, but I think it I mean, for folks like you and me, it's pretty straightforward. I think it's still to your point. It's still something that the the people are needing to not just get used to hearing, but accepting. Right. And also accept the fact that um, whether we're conscious of it or not many of us have, 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 have benefited from these systems and in many ways, conscious and unconsciously continue to prop them up. So for, you know, and I mentioned this, I think before as a, as a man, I benefit unconsciously from a system that was created to benefit men above those who were not men. Um, and So and as a result, being raised in that, there is a lot of internalized sexism for me. uh, As as you know, there's a lot of internalized homophobia and transphobia because that was the messaging that I heard growing up, um, and more in not just yeah growing up and then and then also propagating it and sharing it myself and. And even as I began to shift my internal beliefs, the messaging was still there. So, so part of our part of our work is to is to sort of begin by admitting, yeah, I may be a nice person, but whatever, wherever I am that gives me some privilege means that unless I've been actively working to help dismantle these systems. I may be unconsciously propping them up. There's no, there's no, there's no neutrality here. Um, I, I, I believe. And I think that part is hard for some people to hear, right. That part is hard for some people to hear, um, especially again, if they've been nice spiritual people their whole lives. Right. So, so to, to give you an indication of, of, of how this is still happening, um, we have places like Texas who are again passing, uh, sorry, um, putting forward bills to add criminal penalties to gender affirming health care and drag shows. Let me say that again criminal penalties. So, anyone who is um, um, trying to offer health services to uh, trans people uh, more specifically trans uh, youth regardless of if they get their parents permission or not um is you know you could be you could be charged with a crime um they want to pass a bill saying that um uh, what do you call it um uh, drag shows are now sexually oriented um performances so you know it it means that you can only attend if you are 18 or above and then in some cases you have to pay extra uh for that um tennessee is filing a bill to ban drag performances in public spaces i don't i really uh, i know this is all ridiculous but i when 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 did the when did the drag shows become a bad thing? Like at what point did at what point it doesn't matter. It's a rhetorical question. Um, but this idea of the rhetoric that has started around these drag shows and and folks who are part of the LGBT community, that the agenda is trying to to groom and recruit people uh, to be gay, to be trans, to 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 it's Again, it's a it's a fabricated problem mm-hmm. um, to for political purposes. The problem is again, there. You know, we have individuals um, who are you know not mentally stable or or let's put it this way, critical thinking not their strong suit. Well,
1: not right? just not their strong suit, not even a suit.
0: <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Critical thinking. Critical thinking, not a thing they possess. And here's here's a sad irony, right? Here's here's the, the 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 infinite loop of this, is that most of these places that are trying to ban this from being talked about in schools are removing the ability for our young people to become critically thinking adults, which then means they believe this ridiculous rhetoric, and then what that means is that they will, you know, in some cases, like we saw this past weekend be violent. Right? So so it's it's like creating this this self-fulfilling loop of idiocy which then becomes dangerous and put lives at risk.
1: So it's not so here's the I was listening to uh President Barack Obama several days ago. He was on the Daily Show with Trevor Noah and he was talking about democracy and he was talking about he calls it nonsense i'm like that's so polite of you um because it's not the word i would pick nonsense uh and um uh but talking about that what you just said the critical thinking is gone and there's and there needs to be uh uh you know for democracy to survive ooh, there needs to be a, a commitment to facts like to to you know responding with facts and um, unfortunately, what we have here is, um, uh, and I think in COVID helped really speed it up and just, you know, we talk about it being a virus, right? So mutating and just finding ever, finding new ways to prop up to keep, you know, what's norm for me, to keep what I'm afraid of losing and just like a parasite, hold on harder and harder and harder um, to regardless, even though there's no facts at all. And so, you know, drag shows becomes a new target that maybe, you know, in the past, I could ignore it, right? I didn't agree with it, it needs to go away, I may have a personal feeling about it. um, But you could ignore it, but not, you know, the world changes and it's changing too fast for a lot of people and so that's what you know what what uh, an organism does to survive it holds on harder and just find something else to to say that's what's wrong with me that over there is what's wrong with with what's going on in my life and so there's more and more you know of the rhetoric there's more and more of the hate speech there's more and more of um you know DeSantis like his stop woke thing fortunately that was rejected but um at least for the moment
0: and um it well, it was it was rejected at the uh at, at the, the college level at the university level not not yeah. entirely I know but
1: I'm grateful for that little piece maybe yes. we'll keep chipping away at at facts and people who can think uh but uh, in terms of the um you know, all of the the manifestations of, you know, the supremacy of of white supremacy and, you know, the heteronormative, uh, it's all, you know, try, it's like the, the, what am I searching for? It's like the octopus, right? The tentacles reaching out to find whatever is threatening my, you know, what's normal, threatening what um, we need to get back to. Threatening, um, you know, and so it's it's always looking. So the far right, those that endorse all of the anti LGBTQ, um, um, uh, you know, laws being put forward that are anti immigrants, that are anti Latinx, that are anti Semitic, you know, anti anything that that doesn't that isn't like me in my white Christian heteronormative world is a target is what's wrong. And so I'm going to go after it. And it's not about facts. It's not about that. There's no, you know, we just get to say that, you know, showing up at drag shows is about grooming little kids. And so they do and they say it more and more and louder and louder. And as a result, what in terms of connecting the dots, what that leads to is the more what what we see, And there's several places that actually have that are, you know, in terms of research that track these um, hate crimes is when when. uh, So, for instance, when Trump elevated anti-immigrant and um, anti-Latinx rhetoric, we had the deadliest anti-Latinx shooting in modern history at Pulse in Orlando when um, anti-hate speech got or anti-Asian hate speech was ramped up. Um, on news, on social media, um, because it's their fault that we have COVID now in our world, we had the, the shooting in Atlanta. And there's just over and over one particular, um, you know, so here it is, all of this anti-LGBTQ, you know, uh, laws being put forward and, and the entire, you know, far right Republican agenda is to, to bring it down, make it, make the world heteronormative. Um, uh, we have the shooting at club Q um, and we have more and more hate and more and more violence yeah. um, against trans people, against, you know, LGBTQ individuals. And so that's the, um, you know, we're we're connecting some of the dots to, you know, if you notice what's the speech going on out in the world, right? And, and we have to respond to it. You know, we, what we want to do is ignore it. And because it's incredibly frustrating to respond to because, you know, it's not like we know we're not going to change their mind, but it's not about changing someone's mind as much as it is making sure that, um, that we are putting out, what's true and what's real and what
0: the facts are um to I'm, counter I'm I'm glad you're starting with that because because what what often frustrates people is is the question of what do I do what what do yeah. I do right yeah um so so there're lots of things to do um the first thing I always say to people is um, where are you at, right? So figure out where you are in, in your places of privilege. Um, you know, we've, we've got that workshop coming up, uh, the power of privilege. Find out where you are because, because your points of privilege sort of um, imply that you've internalized messaging that make those who are less privileged than you are the other, so yeah. you've you've intern If you're straight, you've got some internalized homophobia and transphobia. If you are white, you've you've got internalized um, oppression, racism. Yeah. If you are male, you've got internalized sexism. It's just the nature of the way this, the 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 system and the culture we live in um, globally, not just in the U.S., but in many in you know I would say globally because white supremacy is you know, it's, it's, it's spread, it's, it's characteristics of spread all over the place. So, so, you know, we teach, we teach in new thought and spiritual circles. It it starts with us, you know, the, the, the sort of like um, negative side of that message sometimes is that we keep it at us <laughs> and we don't do anything else, yeah, but, right. but, but it starts with us. It starts at looking at ourselves, because if you're just out there in the world, sort of like, you know, I'm going to do this good thing or say this good thing, but not looking at how we've internalized the messaging ourselves. Then, then we're uh, our, our work is kind of for naught because we're still, in many ways, um, keeping the system up. So you got to do that inner work, which which we refer to as decolonization. And, and I know it's a word that for some people is like, what does that word mean? It means you're, you're basically taking a, a look at all of those what we call white supremacy norms that we consciously and unconsciously internalize and perpetuate in, um, again, consciously and unconsciously. But it requires conscious work and conscious effort to take a hard look at ourselves and go, what, what's the stuff that I've internalized? And again, we're not doing this in one workshop. We're not doing this in one series of workshop. We're not doing this with, uh, you know, bringing bringing some DEI um, professionals into your workplace. It's it. This is this. It it's taken you your whole life to get this far. <laughs> it's going to take a while to 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 get this to to to, to, to recognize the stuff in you and and start shifting and noticing your thinking
1: and doing it together you know i'm I'm so amazed at no it's not about doing it alone i'm so surprised i i come across you know folks in in i'll just stick with unity um that um white bodies that um are not willing to they'll go take they'll take a book you know like my grandmother's hand say by resume medical great book like great starting place but do it together but i i'm amazed at the number of people oh yeah i read that that was great like they did it on their own or yes me and my husband you know no no it's meant to be done together like you do your in individual a, work together in, in a community and if you're a white body do it with other white bodies with someone facilitating that knows how to point you to right. there's your you know there's your because there's your bias coming forward
0: there's let's witness our whiteness we're we're very we're very poor at recognizing our our privilege we're very poor at admitting out loud our privileges and then we also very uh we don't do a great job of challenging ourselves sometimes we don't know how to challenge ourselves sometimes we don't even know we're being challenged till somebody else challenges us and that's that's part of the power of community um, so, you know, that's, that's why we created Project Sanctus, to, to create these spaces for folks to come together and, and do that challenging work. And our, our affinity groups are a great place to, to start that because we're just in discussion. And it's in discussion, in conversation with other people <laughs> that you find yourselves saying things that you didn't realize, oh, wait, or, or things are said that, 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 that trigger you in some way. And then that's the invitation to look at, see, well, why was I triggered in that? Why am I uncomfortable right now? Why am I scared right now? Why am I angry right now? So so these are the questions that take us deeper. So, so, so. where
1: you learn to connect the dots,
0: where you learn to connect the dots. So, so that's a great start in place. And in addition to that, one, we sort of. Tend to look at this thing as this big problem that's so huge. Well, yeah. the problem starts right in your own neighborhood, right? So, what's going on in your own neighborhood, your own town, your city? Um, who's who's running for what offices? What are the what are the what are the uh, the the local um, bills that are uh, being proposed and local ordinances? Who is sitting on your school boards? One of these scary movements right now is called Moms for Liberty. Um, Look Mm. them up. And they are a conservative right wing group of predominantly mothers who are working tirelessly to get fellow conservative uh, folks in school boards. And then when they do, when they get folks on the school boards, then they do things like, oh, what was that state? I forgot. There was some some town where they got on the school board, and the first thing they do was fired the fired the
1: oh the black, yes uh,
0: school commissioner. And yep, then and they,
1: the the uh, wasn't it the lawyer for the
0: yeah? yeah. We we're gonna look that up again. If I knew I was gonna say that today, I would have had it in the notes. <laughs> but that's what happens when you're on the fly. Sometimes when you're on the fly and you have shit memory, this is what happens. But anyways, <laughs> you can look that up. Um, but, but Moms for Liberty., um, and I think I mentioned, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast., uh, the former NPR uh, reporter Audie Cornish, she's got a new podcast, and this is her first episode um, talking with some of these moms from Moms for Liberty, but this is what they're doing. and um, and there was even um at that at that very uh, um, meeting where they fired the black um, school board not school board, but basically school district um, president, I think. Supervisor. Yeah. Supervisor. Yeah. They, you know, people, many people were not supportive of it and asked, what are the grounds for you dismissing this person? Right. And they really kind of couldn't give any, but they just voted anyways. Um, Right. So, so who's, who's check out if moms for Liberty is, uh, you know, doing, doing some work in your town. Um talk to talk to folks who are running the educational systems in your towns and your neighbors, find out if they're, they're coming under fire for teaching critical race theory, which is again, not a, not a thing that they're teaching in elementary schools or middle schools. Um, and you know, find out if there's, there's, um, legislation trying to be passed in your, in your area around not teaching, not, not being able to discuss, um, Racism or LGBTQ issues um, at at the elementary school level, especially because that's a that's where the education really needs to start. And B, if if they're pushing for changes there, you know, they're going to be pushing for bigger changes as well. So pay attention to what's going on. Um, I know we are we are placed that we are we're in a place where we tend to focus on the big headlines. But what's the news going on right in your neighborhood? And then be a voice be a voice for inclusion, be a voice for compassion, be a voice that says, no, I don't, I don't want to limit the education. I don't want to uh, promote ordinances that exclude Um, um, and, and, and be a voice for that. And being a voice for that can look many different ways. It can mean showing up at school board meetings and being vocal. It can mean showing up when you're you know, elected officials have town hall gatherings, writing them, calling them. It can mean um, going out and um, participating in a protest. It can mean pay attention to where you do your shopping and your buying. It can mean a lot of different, a lot of different things um, as well. Um, the key is to sort of, as we say, find your lane. Um, some of your, some of you are good at marching. Some of you are good at making phone calls. Some of you are good at doing a lot of different things. Um, what is it that you can be good at? To help be a voice for these things. What organizations can you donate to that is also doing a lot of the the work um, towards um, equity? And and I know for some of us and I just posted something about this today. I know for some of us, we kind of use donate into organizations as our bypass. All right. I, Mm, you know, yeah, I. I sent I send some money to, uh, you know, the human rights campaign or Black Lives Matter. So I'm good. I'm part of the struggle. And again, it's not that those aren't important, right? But if you're doing that, patting yourself on the back and saying I did the work, look at me a good ally, No note all of that (laughs) it it, it's 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 not the either or it's it's the both and yes make those donations but yes do your own inner transformation and your inner work and 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 be a voice uh for for equity and for inclusion
1: so here's the the so i just want to back up a little bit and give the the school about the school district in south carolina what we were referencing um They swore in board members who were elected and um, six of whom endorsed by that conservative group that you call Moms for Liberty, and then within two hours, the school board voted to fire the district's first black superintendent and to terminate the district's lawyer ban critical race theory, which isn't being taught anyway so I don't know how you ban something that doesn't exist right and then set up and I'm going to say that till the day I die and set up a committee to decide whether certain books and materials should be banned from schools so this moms for Liberty is a dangerous organization um as far as I'm concerned they um they work across the country and they were have been very successful in Florida um, and they, you know, obviously in South Carolina got, you know, uh, black folks banned or re- terminated from their positions and then put white bodies into those roles. Um, the other thing, so so the reason I, I wanted to come back to it is that if you, s- this is a, uh, in terms of connecting the dots, this is one of those um organizations that you may see them online you may you may see conversations um um about you know teaching critical race theory in in schools and and so now I'm just coming back to social media and coming back to the news that we're uh, the fake news that we're being um continue to be inundated with and in terms of connecting the dots what I want to add to when you talk about what I can do or what can I do and how is Pay attention to the news that you're getting. Pay attention, especially on social media, um, because the the rhetoric, the anti-whatever rhetoric, the hate language and communication and, you know, false information ramps up before there's some massive, you know, violent act like the the murders of five people on Saturday night at Club Q, but if you look back, like even just you know in 2022, um, you know in May there was the uh, the white supremacist who opened fire in the top supermarket that is you know was in a predominantly black neighborhood of Buffalo, but if you look before he went and did that, go look online and see all of the the um you know the campaigns um you know like anti-black lives matter and just you know anti-critical race theory and just anti-bodies of color um and and you and you so you see that like all that stuff is ramped up and then he opened this person comes and murders all these people at the supermarket there's um the same thing happened in uh 2019 who the um the white supremacist who went into Walmart and in El Paso, Texas, um, and um, who's mostly, you know, a store full of uh, Latinos, opened fired, murdered 23 people. Before that was a whole lot of rhetoric online about anti-immigration, um, anti-Latino. In 2018, before the shooting in the synagogue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, murdering 11 people, there was a lot of anti-Semitic, um, campaigns and garbage coming out in social media. And so one of the things we can do is pay attention, like pay attention to what you're seeing on social media, pay attention to what you're hearing on the news and respond, um, respond to it. What's not real, right? What's not true, respond to it. um, uh, You know, it's the, the respond to the dangerous speech. Because the the more there is of it, we know what's going to come. We know what's going to happen. If, yeah. we, uh, but we're not we're not paying attention to it. We're not um we're we pay attention to it after the fact with our thoughts and prayers.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a little, little little late by then, and also very hypocritical of those who who um, who offer this hate speech and rhetoric. Then after something like this happens, offering their thoughts and prayers again, looking at people like like Lauren um, yes, who uh, will, you know, and these are folks who will not admit that there is a connection between these acts and and their rhetoric, because at some point, I guess they figure, oh, we just say these things. People should be bright enough to know not to go act on them. No. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And 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 if you're not realizing or whether you realize that or not, you know, you are complicit, you are complicit in the deaths of these individuals who die this weekend if you have been offering up this this rhetoric. Um, And it's a good time to remind everyone um, a free speech is not hate speech. Um, right. I think I think people often confuse we have free speech so we can say whatever we want. No, free free speech is free speech is simply a thing that says the uh, the government cannot mandate what you say in government um, context and government facilities, government situations. Private companies can. Right. So, again, Twitter, private company, we know the firestorm or I mean, this shit show that Twitter is now Um yeah, since, you know, Elon Musk bought it. But again, when you say things, there are consequences. Um, You know, again, we've, we've spoken recently about a. InfoWars dude, what's his name again? Why can't I remember? I don't remember his name. Uh, Guy from InfoWars and Sandy Hook, who just. Oh, Alex uh, Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who, by the way, I mean, such a despicable movie. Apparently, since these cases started. He's been like moving his money around so that when he lost, he you yep. <laughs> can say, "Look, I don't have any offshore, money to offshore to other people, yeah. to family members." Yeah. I mean, oh my god. Anyways, yep. um, so so the uh, yeah, there's there are cons- words have consequences, and yep. and 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 we have to we have to stop electing these people into public office. We have to start speaking to our our conservative and Republican uh, neighbors and family members and say, you know, when you elect politicians like this, people die. And I don't care what you say. Someone uh, who is part of the LGBTQ plus community, they are human. They don't deserve to die. Oh, by the way, when a person rolls into a public space and starts firing uh, guess who's also getting killed? Some of your conservative and Republican neighbors, straight people are getting killed, as in the case of this Pulse night shooting. There was a there was a mom there with her family who was who, you know, who was a straight mom and they were there for a good time and, and she died. So everybody gets hurt by this um, as as well. So. If- well, the dangerous speech
1: online we know leads to serious harm offline yes we just all we have to do if you just look back at um and it doesn't matter what you know Facebook Twitter whoever read it what whoever is putting rules in place around you know policing language it's yeah.
0: and and I uh, and you know this 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 is the uncomfortable space especially for a lot of spiritual communities it's it's not enough just to say it's not enough just to say, here's what here's here's a vision we 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 have for the world of peace and harmony. Uh, we've got to speak specifically to these issues so that folks can know, again, not just what to do, but the work that they have to do as the as the individual, uh, you know, again in spiritual circles we, we talk about the inner transformation and we kind of maybe yeah. think you know hey we do enough meditations we do enough downward dogs on our yoga mats we do enough of this thing somehow we will transform that internal those internalized um, norms and biases that we have that's not how any of that works uh mm-hmm. you know all those things are good and they also and it also requires us to ask ourselves specific questions and look at specific things and you know just because you say oh no i have nothing against um gay people and i've got i've got gay friends and i've got gay family members and they're welcome in my church and yeah. welcome in my home <laughs> um great and it does not mean you don't have internalized homophobia right you know and you're saying well if i if I have internalized homophobia, how, how, how am I, you know, if I had it and, and I think people confuse me put it this way. I think people can make the confusion that if I have internalized homophobia, it means that I don't like gay people. That's not what that right. means at all. No. Right. Um, it simply means it simply means that unconsciously there unconsciously, there's a part of you that still sees Or understands or interprets um especially when we talk about our systems and institutions anyone who's who's not straight as as the other right um and again that can be that can be so so very subtle um um as well in all in all the ways in all the ways that it that it is um and and, i mean when we see things like you know folks who are gay or trans still you know in workplaces still don't have like you know, equal rights in terms of benefits, um, and 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 could possibly be denied services or or their jobs because of it. Um, this is this is sort of stuff we're we're talking about. Um, and again, it's not enough to say I would never do that you gotta, you gotta dig in, you gotta dig in, dig deep. And again, that, that specific area, when it comes to sexuality and sexual identity may not, may not be the thing that you're carrying a lot of unconscious bias towards, but there's a whole lot of other things uh, as, as well, whether it's Whether it's race, whether it's class, whether it's gender, whether it's uh, sexual identity orientation, whether it's around language, whether it's around religion, whether it's around body image, like we all are carrying so many unconscious biases towards ourselves and other people. And those biases, because we live in the United States of America. It's how we were socialized. uh, Yeah, nine and a half out of ten times it's coming out of white supremacy norms and 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 are part of our socialization and our upbringing right which we didn't choose right we didn't choose that no I'm right, blaming did, you
1: <laughs> right no we didn't choose it it's how we were socialized all of us every yes. single person and it's um um you know what, and it's, and it's while it's unconscious, and our unconscious bias can be the exact opposite of the beliefs that we hold so dearly, that we really believe in yeah. that, that, and, and no joke, they oftentimes, that's why they're unconscious, Yeah. right? We don't know they're there. It doesn't mean, you know, your unconscious bias doesn't mean you're an awful person. Yeah. Um, it's just, a, it's a what is, Um so I know some. I know I'm, some
0: wonderful, wonderfully biased people.
1: Well, I'm one of them.
0: <laughs> I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna throw you under the bus, but you know, hey. Well, you,
1: you don't know. need to. I'll do it. <laughs> I, I'm walking around with bias, you know. <sighs> and I, I know that, B-L-R, and so. B-L-R, B-L-R. <laughs> yes, but that's our work is to uncover that, right. and so I'm. You know what I'm wanting people to. You know the one thing I'm going to do. Going to. You know. Uh harp on or be on my soapbox about today and what can i do is pay attention to what is being the messages the dangerous speech messages that are being pushed out pay attention and watch them and put out
0: you know counter it with facts yeah do some homework and and put yourselves in positions that will uh, challenge you to look within I'm um, doing in yes. community again uh uh, a great any any event that we offer will will provide that for you. And again, if <laughs> come see I, us. We'll make you uncomfortable. We'll make him comfortable. Um, you know, which again is a lot of is a big reason why a lot of people do not come to see us. Right? I know. <laughs> because, I know. But like, how can we do this work without feeling bad? Um, it's I not know. about feeling bad. Being uncomfortable no. <laughs> is not about no. feeling bad um but a great place is twice a month we do again these affinity groups where we're just in discussion with each other once a month is it's every, it's all it's all of us together and then once the other time the month it's uh Ke- kelly you take the white bodies i take um those who do not identify as white bodies and and we, we talk and we share and we laugh and we cry and we get upset and and this is this is how how we do it so it's for me it's frustrating when it's like you know what's what's the one thing i can do now what's the what's the what's the book i can read what's the thing i can do yeah you know sort of deal and i'm like mm, implicit the thing in that you question can do, is, yeah. the, is the, and what you're really saying is is there a shortcut
1: yeah <laughs> the no thing shortcut. that you can do right now is the thing that you don't want to do
0: exactly, <laughs> exactly. So stop asking me <laughs> well no you can you keep asking i won't i won't yeah, keep giving you the same answer there there is you won't, is right, no shortcut. You won't
1: like my repeat but answer <laughs>
0: there's no shortcut there's no just one thing yeah, there is yeah. you know there's I there know. is to do the work um and oh speaking of speaking of which um do the work we're bringing that book back um yes we are in january i forgot what date we're doing it but um look at project where we have all these things invitations again to transform again our hearts going out to the folks in Colorado, to every one of our um, friends, families, brothers and sisters in the LGBTQ uh, plus community. Um, uh, we, we're grieving with you. We see it. We love you. Want to yes. let you know that you are worthy just because you exist, that you deserve space, safe spaces to be in. And we are going to always be a voice for that and, and work towards that. That's that is part of the premise here of a, uh, Project Sanctus. And we are especially working to make spiritual communities safe spaces. And I know a lot of spiritual communities think they're safe spaces because they let you in the door. That is to make you a safe space. Um, so so yeah, um, come see us about that too. Um, as well. Um, what else? What else? What else we gotta do to wrap up? Oh, yeah. Um, again, tell your friends about the podcast. Um if they don't know what a podcast is or how to use a podcast on their smartphone, (laughs) I mean, it's still a thing. I don't know. know. (laughs) Um, Again, you can listen to us. On the interwebs, um, with loveandjusticeforall.podbean.com, um, we appreciate your feedback. We appreciate your donations. Well, we still have a still have a membership program. You can donate, uh, give us a monthly donation of twenty five dollars and above, and that gives you access to some uh, some bonus materials, um, extra content, um, and it helps us to create a world of um, love, justice, and equity and liberation um, for everyone. Um, we are in the work with you we're not just sitting here preaching to you we're we're doing our work we we mess up too. listen to uh yeah come to come to our workshops uh guarantee you at least one point in any of our workshops or classes or discussions one of us is also going to say a thing that 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 go like oh yeah we're 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 Uh in this work with you too (laughs) right it'll, it'll 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 happen um so uh thank you for listening again rate us on your podcast platforms And until we meet again, let's get
1: our holy on.